जब कभी मैं सोचता हूं कि मैं कौन हूं तो मेरे समक्ष प्रश्नवाचक चिन्हों की कतारें खड़ी हो जाती हैं क्या मैं कोई खिलौना हूं जो विधि के विधान द्वारा संचलित हूं अथवा पंच तत्वों से निर्मित एक भौतिक पदार्थ हूं नहीं ब्रो मैं हूं आपका दोस्त दसोकरुम पॉडकास्ट का होस्ट अचिंत्य जैन एंड विद मी आर तन्मय जयसवाल एंड राजेश साहू and today we are going to bring you all the updates all the details about match day 1 day 4 and uh, we have an interesting set of games that have happened so tanmay how are you feeling today i am feeling good but first you tell me what did you ingest before coming to <laughs> this podcast nothing nothing much <laughs> he he is just trying to bring his charismatic front uh, for his viewers yeah, yeah, okay anyways i have i've got to ask you guys one question since we are here to discuss about yesterday's first game which is the scotland versus czech republic game what do you think guys until now which was the best game of the lot i mean especially we had a 3-2 which is netherlands the netherlands game and then this game which do you think was more interesting Mm it it's a, it's a it's a hard it's a very hard question yeah it's a difficult that, that one is a very right difficult <laughs> yeah i would i'd rather pick uh, scotland versus czech republic considering that it was an evenly matched game almost throughout uh, whereas the ukraine basically after they went 2-0 down things became started to become spicy the, the podcast is not enough to talk about the entire match but there were a lot of interesting actions right from minute 1 definitely definitely um i mean uh definitely the best goal of the tournament we saw in this match yep. and it would take really some i like i can't imagine if uh, this is not the best goal of the tournament then what would be yeah because kaisa hai na screamer bhi agar koi 20 yards out ya koi free kick maar diya to acha goal rehta hai lekin a half line goal uh, beats any goal actually <laughs> yeah this that that was so in just a split second shake look towards the goalkeeper he was off the line and that was such a calculative inch perfect shot from inside of the foot the beauty of that goal is if the goalkeeper would have stood yeah. on the goal line he would not have been able to save it that's yeah. the beauty of the goal that's how i would like to sum it up yeah you can say that even if he stood at the line that would have been a difficult save yes yeah like Perfect. he could not have catched it he he would have deflected it definitely it definitely so can we discuss about the game a little bit yep it was definitely scotch versus shik republic yeah. <laughs> that was it you cannot uh, overlook the performance by darida it was amazing like he played a very pivotal part whenever scotland was building up an attack he was there to stop it he was there to make the deflections to make the clearances and definitely all the saves by vachlik in the first half they were absolutely amazing even in the second half they were absolutely amazing absolutely pivotal for them for czech republic to stay in the game rather the thing is i mean kufal kufal and uh, masapust on the on the right hand side they had very good combinations going forward there was a occasion where you know uh, kufal did all the hard work to get away from two defenders and eventually only to find his own <laughs> teammate he he went against his own teammate and then that, that particular attack uh, went to nothing scotland rather you know went to fourth fifth gear uh, when they were pushing forward robertson was was pivotal uh, you know uh, he also had a had a very nice shot uh, that went off the post 
goalkeeper may have gotten a, a fingertip to that but that would have been one of the goals of the tournaments and we would not have seen the Czech Republic goal had uh, Robertson scored from there uh, it was all Scotland to be honest during the 25th to 32nd minute Czech Republic especially had a very good defensive strategy they were right in front of the goalkeeper while they were defending uh, I mean their defenders were very narrow that enabled them to block the shots yeah, what do you think about how Scotland played out their attacks? I mean, I could see that the attacks had a good plan, but there was this something uh, something missing that they could not pinpoint on. I think Sheik was missing for Scotland. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think if Sheik would have been playing for Scotland, then Scotland would have been on the score sheets of from two to three goals. So what I mean, like they were lacking player up front who can finish. Hmm. Shea Adams, I don't know why he didn't start. I think uh, when he came onto the field in second half, he showed some brilliant touches on the ball. He was working from deep into the midfield and coming onto the mm. box. So uh, Andy Robertson, I think he didn't fail even for a single time while crossing the ball into the opponent's half. Every time he crossed the ball, it was a chance to score. Yep. I think uh, Czech Republic team were more the, the apart from Sheik. The second major difference between the two teams were the discipline and the concentration. So Scotland, we saw like uh, in the defensive portion, they were losing focus or concentration most in, in like three to four times they did that during the whole match. And whereas Czech Republic were like, they were tactically very disciplined. They were playing how they wanted to play. They were very determined and focused throughout their whole match. You can see McGain, uh, we all know the quality he has got on the ball, but he was all the time marked by the Czech Republic player. Take a look at the game by looking at purely based on the statistics. Then you know the XG tells a lot about uh, what Scotland did. I mean that some that should sum up the story because they they had an XG as high as 1.85, which is way too high because of the amount of chances they created, particularly attributed to you know uh, how Robertson covered great amount of grass. Being a captain, he he was really leading from the front. Every stat, you know, beat chances created, shots on target, everything favoured Scotland. I mean, it was not a game for Scotland to lose. Simple, simple as that. I think Scotland had somewhere around 18 to 19 shots on 19 attempts yeah. on goal and they couldn't score, they couldn't convert even a single one. So that sums it all for the Scottish team. I, I, I seriously feel that if, if they stick to their guns, uh, I feel uh, Scotland are still going to make the cut if we are to talk about the road ahead for them. And Czech Republic have to still iron out certain things defensively. I think if Hanley would have passed it to the right because the, the Czech player was too close to him to take a shot and block him. He was in perfect position to block the shot any day. So if he would have passed to the right side, right wing, where the space was open to pass, Scotland could have attacked it on the goal rather than that block shot getting deflected and coming into Schlick's pit. And yeah, I, I mean, I'm telling you, man, had Scotland scored one goal out of all those shots, I mean, <laughs> we'd be seeing a game as similar to the Ukraine game. Yeah, I mean, we literally saw the 12th man in the stadium tonight for the first time. They Last were alive. went alive. Yeah, I mean, seriously. And unlike yesterday, it wasn't a scorching heat today. 
and uh, that played a lot in favor and that helped them in keeping up their stamina definitely you can see by the way that the check played it was all quality above quantity and whatever plays they made whenever they had the possession they you can definitely see how above they were in the terms of pass accuracy absolutely and also in my opinion i i don't know if tanu uh, would agree but uh, i feel uh, uh, checks i know check won the game but uh, i still do not uh, because of the game that i seen but uh, their pressing was was what you refer nurtures this point is more like the scotland defenders the three at the back they were winning the long ball headers but then uh, there was no one coming to receive it the second ball so that was being always received by the check players that is where the check team did their homework and they perfectly executed it i mean the, the top managers always mention this if you lose second balls you do not get into that rhythm uh, passing rhythm main cheese why the the passing rhythm starts from the second ball itself i believe that there is more to see from scotland i think that is this is not what they are all about this this we can consider merely as a aberration where they performed well they can take heart from that uh, and hope they do not uh, not drop their guards and just you know just lose games now so then according to you how should the scottish players approach the their next matches i think their next match is england if i am not wrong yeah fans will be traveling in good amount so the distance is not much between scotland mm-hmm. and england uh, the london stadium so uh, uh, it will be crucial uh, most of the players know each other's styles as as maximum players from both the teams play in the english premier league so it will be again an important battle and we all sort feel like a premier league game <laughs> it will be like a premier Surely league man. game it and will really feel like a premier league scotland did show some promises going forward they were just lacking the final mm-hmm. finish so few areas like if scotland play more grounder ball rather than aerial ones uh, i think they will be more effective as we saw today definitely and so. as spot mcdomini also said uh, after post match interview with bbc So yeah that was all about Scotland versus Czech Republic let's move on to our next game which was which is Poland versus Slovakia Congratulations khata khul chuka hai we have our first red card of the tournament uh, which was given to Kirchowiak he he was already on a yellow card because of a silly foul in the first half a technical foul that he did and uh, being on a yellow card and 65th minute of a game you do that stamp that's a red card for me i think referee had no choice definitely he knew uh, as soon as he made that challenge he knew that something was going the referee is going to call him talking about the first uh, three goals there were in total and uh, the score stood 1 2 and uh, the first goal that was a known goal by poland Uh, that was totally a mixture of touches first it hit the uh, defender then it hit the pole then it hit the goalkeeper and then it went inside the goal yeah it ricochet off the goalkeeper uh, but it was any time any day it was a keeper save i think yeah. shesni being at juventus what we call him successor of gigi buffon and if he performs like this he is nowhere near to be successor that was like near post you you have to cover it you cannot a goalkeeper getting goal on near post is is the worst nightmare for them yeah definitely and um, we could talk about robert lewandowski but he had a very less influence on the whole game with a great defending with a great defending from romada and uh, haraslin 
they were not harassing but <laughs> they were definitely on Lewandowski almost all the time and that that helped them not letting the ball reach to Lewandowski and making let him make any plays i mean reiterating your comments about uh, you know Lewandowski's performance especially and uh, Poland as a whole in an attacking sense you know that's what happens in football right i mean if there is only one impactful player in a team even it's so easy to choke him if you have the defensive attributes if the opposition has the right attributes defensively so uh, i mean <clears throat> what hap- what happened is i mean can you believe that lewandowski had had the least amount of t- touches out of the 22 players that were on the pitch so uh, that that says a lot a lot about uh, him uh, we also talk about uh, you know lewandowski being a striker who is a defensive nightmare now uh, he was a nightmare himself this time around <laughs> i think they were uh, the number of attacks that poland came up with they were good in their defense uh, they were communicating the most important thing everyone was communicating moreover uh, their performance was truthful because along with that particular section of the game they also uh, managed the rest of the game uh, pretty well the other section it started basically from defense itself so all in all they were very organized defensively and they were distributing the ball uh, very very nicely to the midfields from defense yeah, even though that was a definite definite great defense by slovakia you can ha- you have the bandwidth to criticize poland on their attacks and they had a lot a lot of chances especially in the injury time they had one chance and karl sudarski had uh, a great great opening but he could not complete and i think that was true for entirety of the game with so many good chances not being converted into goals i think that was the uh, Poland uh, apart from executing it in the final third they did everything right even yeah. in the first half we saw they couldn't play as they would have planned to but in second half they came very strong and they were doing their quick passes they were moving the ball around very quickly and it immediately resulted in a goal so if Kirchhoviak wouldn't have been sent off I think the situation or the story would have been something different because until then Poland were dominating the game like anything. Definitely the 10 man the one man difference also is a very important thing. Oh, I mean uh, especially when you're a when you're a man down as an opposition and then you have Skriniar uh, <laughs> Skriniar guard, guarding your defense and protecting mm-hmm. a lead. Uh, Skriniar did a very professional job. I guess for me, he, he was the best player on the pitch. Definitely, and with the final and with the second goal also, uh, what a first touch! What a first touch! Like he landed the ball exactly where it should be. An amazing between the leg shot. That was really great by by a defender. That was a proper attacker spirit, attacker finisher touch in the opponent's yeah. D, and a perfect bullet shot. So what do you think is the f- uh, road map after this game for Slovakia and Poland both I think it will be crucial for Poland now and uh, Slovakia with a confident win will go ahead and what what is important is now with Kirchhoviak having a red card is not going to play next match as well so that center attacking midfield option is 
is now to be utilized but i think poland should take out positive things from this match until the red card happened i think uh, the standout player of the match was matthew clerk another leeds united okay. player he was always available like sabitzer from austria in yesterday's match always available to receive the ball anywhere on the pitch as far as as far as the red card is concerned uh, who do you think uh, is going to you know uh, replace krichovia uh, for the next game uh, it's an all important game that they have against uh, spain coming up yeah uh, my opinion in that matter is uh, uh, jakob moder is going to maybe get a look in for the next game jakob moder is having a different game style altogether he's also effective in his own uh, style but but poland is much of a krichovyak uh, style player so yeah definitely they'll be missing a very key player but then that's what red card is all about you have to play clean or else your team will suffer uh, so let's hope all turns out good for poland and uh, move on to the next match that is spain versus sweden and uh, i can only say one thing it was like all foreplay with no climax like <laughs> totally a dissatisfying game for me it was not even like that ki it was it was just one sided and uh, sweden did not have any chance they had some two really good chances and still they could not complete it still they did not finish on it and uh, of course if we talk about spain they had a lot of good chances yeah, i mean uh, the expected goal stat for sweden is all uh, if you look at it, it it's it's not all that too bad although they had very uh, you know they had almost uh, around 20 25% of position the entire game they had they had good chances they had four shots on goal uh, they had two big chances in the entire game but yeah i mean the the goalkeeper also was an ominous form oh, it was like a brick wall i mean in football we we generally come across these kind of days where the goalkeeper is clearly the man of the match yeah that that that's sums up the game I think uh, Spain we all knew before the tournament as well and as we said in our earlier podcast that they are going to keep the ball jab tak unke paas jaan hai tab tak and they did from starting uh, and they were they were on it from the word go what was surprising for me is that the starting lineup whatever the lineup was in form of uh, Pedri Rodrigo Alvaro Morata Olmo Ferran Torres they are all a uh, skillful high quality players at very young age but we required some experience uh, we saw totally inexperienced starting lineup yesterday from luis enrique i think alvaro morata is not in fine form in front of goals and we saw him clearly missing couple of opportunities then i think gerard moreno should have started in place of morata they didn't have sergio busquets although rodrigo is a high class player in that position but busquets comes in with certain experience in these kind of major tournaments which was missing thiago alcantara was brought on later on by the by luis enrique but but there was too many changes because of these five substitutes now uh, managers are making too many changes up the pitch bringing two players together in place of current players so that they also need little bit time to settle down yep. in that huge environment to add to add to that uh, the, the substitutions that he made probably those are the players that should have started the game and uh, pedri especially i want to focus on pedri 
he's a he's a huge talent, no doubt, uh, straight coming from the uh, all famous La Masia. But uh, the problem with Pedri, the criticism with Pedri, not the criticism. He can't help his age, right? There were situations where he, he was attacking spaces, he was getting into good positions, he was dribbling well. But when he was tackled, he would consider foul because he lost the ball. So at a at a very young age, you do not have that maturity where you just consider foul. Once you concede a foul, that eases the Sweden defense. All the pressure, all the build-up, all the high press that Spain had, everyone has to go back, and the pressure is released. So that was happening continuously, in my opinion. And I have to reserve special praise, especially in the first half, for Danny Olmo as well. What a player, and what what a I mean, his delivery, his the positions that he took between the defense was was very good. But yeah, he did not take his chances as well. I think talking about substitutions, I was very much surprised at Alexander Isaac's substitution. I don't think that it was necessary. I think he was a very pivotal player at that time for the team. The team, the whole team was like, okay, just get the ball to Alexander Isaac and uh, he'll just do what he'll do. That's what they were thinking. Like that's what that's what their strategy was. And you remove that. I don't know what was going through Anderson Anderson's mind. Uh, he was still he was still full of energy and he could still have scored some goals. But yeah, that substitution was definitely unnecessary. He he showed the promise. He showed his capability uh, up upwards high on the pitch when Sweden were having the ball with his pace. But I think that was purely a tactical substitution at that moment of the game, because uh, 75 minutes passed and that is when Spain started. Uh, getting frustrated, like till 70, 70, 75 minutes, we all saw Sweden were how frustrated they were uh, because of not getting the ball and they were not getting to show their class uh, with the ball and up the pitch. So uh, that was purely a tactical substitution to manage the last 15 minutes and take a point. I think a point against Spain in Spain in such a major tournament is 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 kind of a victory for Sweden. In my opinion, in my opinion, all the sons of the team performed at the highest level. Olsen, Olsen, Larsen, and Augustinsson. <laughs> Jokes apart, uh, Olsen, the midfielder, and Larsen. I mean, tremendous, tremendous energy. I was thinking to myself, how did Larsen, uh, being a 36-year-old veteran, how did he complete 90 minutes with that kind of running stats? He was one of the midfielders that covered most of the ground. Like we feel ashamed in front of him. <laughs> we... Yeah, because we are sitting at our home smoking cigarettes. Right? <laughs> hey, Verratti also smokes a lot of cigarettes. But he also works out, not like Tanmay, eating, feeding the dog, <laughs> and then repeat. <laughs> let's let's do a hundred meter sprint and then we will know who is fit and who is not. Oh shit! Oh shit! There there, there was a time when uh, you know. Uh, Tanmay was a football player. I think I can beat Rajesh by five seconds. Is it because of your speed or Rajesh? You think Rajesh is that slow? Because five seconds, hundred <laughs> meters. <laughs> five seconds is a lot. It's like it'll take fifteen seconds for you both of you. इसमें तो पांच सेकंड में हाँ, because तुम दस सेकंड में कर लोगे. Usain Bolt हो गया तुम. That's where you go wrong. Usain Bolt covers hundred meter in something nine seconds. I cover hundred meter in somewhere around fifteen seconds. So. And I went. I खेलने गया था पिछले हफ्ते तो मुझे पता है मेरी स्पीड है अभी भी. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about the 
स्वीडिश डिफेंडिंग इट वॉज अमेजिंग अमेजिंग वर्क दे वर वेरी मच क्लियर इन देयर हेड अबाउट इफ यू गेट द बॉल देर इज नो नीड टू पास इट अराउंड वेन द बॉल इज डीप यू डू नॉट नीड टू पास इट टू अ टीम इट जस्ट गेट इट क्लियर एन स्पेशली द सेफ बाई लस्टिक इट वॉज अमेजिंग इट टुक अ टोल ऑन हिस्स थाई आई थिंक सो बट डेफिनेटली इट वॉज इट वॉज एन अमेजिंग सेव आई थिंक दैट हैड सेव द गेम फॉर स्वीडन या आई थिंक आई आई टोटली एग्री एज आई सेड अर्लियर स्वीडिश प्लेयर्स न्यू दैट दे हैड टू गो थ्रू दिस बट as you as the game progresses and more and more you see less of the ball you get frustrated and i think in those frustrating moments all the players communicated to each other throughout 90 minutes and kept their heads up to defend the ball they were in shape throughout 90 minutes and being a defender i can tell you like it's not easy when you are not having that gap of time to breathe you need your team to go up and play there play in their half but but swedish team didn't get any opportunity they get they got twice close to it but yeah they were absolutely brilliant uh, defending throughout 90 minutes but yeah olsen does need to work on his goal kicks he was so bad at them like at four or five times he just kicked the ball out of the out of the, the ground but that Not happens ground, man uh, i yeah, think yeah, that yeah. is fine when you are doing when you are saving such uh brilliant headers down the ground and with such gr- great reflexes i think that's the primary task of keeper to like save the goals in front and the secondary task was to distribute it but he had only single player up front and and uh they were on the line so yeah he his job was to find that one player and it is difficult i mean you try you attempt and sometimes yeah but uh, if we if we want to uh, talk about possession then that definitely causes a loss of possession right why not just give it to one of the midfielders or the defenders because spain were not uh, allowing them take... to no that was difficult spain were not allowing them to we all saw like uh, a moment like whenever swedish players were having the ball there were around minimum four players surrounding them from east west north south yeah no actually the thing is that's why i said this game was a proper recipe for a nil nil draw draw because जब सामने वाली टीम वेन दे डू नॉट वॉन्ट टू टेक एनी रिस्क देर मेंटेलिटी इज वी विल बी स्टबन इन आर डिफेंस लो ब्लॉक खेलेंगे और रिस्क ही नहीं लेंगे लाइक यू मैं क्लियरिंग देर लाइन देर नॉट इवन ट्राइंग टू पास और यू नो कनेक्ट फ्रॉम डिफेंस टू मिड फील्ड टू अटैक्स देर नॉट ऑफ दैट ओपिनियन सो या आई मीन इफ द टीम फिलोसफी इज गोइंग टू बी दैट यूल गेट अ गेम लाइक दिस सो फेयर एनफ या I think it would be a victory for Sweden uh, because now they have yes, yes. a much easier couple of games uh, lined up in front of them in this group, and uh, definitely we will going we will be going to see more of Spain. I think Spain needs to work on a lot of their issues regarding finishing, especially Morata. He had some really good openings, and but also even uh, in Swe- Swedish side, Berg had a really good opening. and both the teams showed that uh, they do need to focus on their finishing a lot i just had a flashback of uh, <laughs> our episode when we were talking about spain in our groups overview and when we were going to discuss morata and the way rajesh turned it turned turned the topic <laughs> saying he is just a shit player let's move on <laughs> <laughs> i think that's totally justified by his performance yesterday <laughs> 
पता नहीं अपने बाल में क्या जल लगाता है उसी का ऐड करना चाहिए उसको उसी के conservative approach he thought that okay i mean like tanmay was saying sometimes managers um, can be complacent they, they take it easy that okay it's sweden let's let's try with the young players i can i can rest my best players for the rest of the tournament but yeah i mean a loss would have totally uh, demolished uh, uh, you know spain in their minds but yeah fair enough let's see what the other games have for us I mean, even De Gea didn't start at the goal, so that said a lot about the starting mm-hmm. lineup. Yeah, who is Simon, by the way? What the fuck? <laughs> well, it was what it was. It was a victory for. Uh, it was kind of a victory for Sweden. It was kind of a loss for Spain. But I think there will be a lot to see uh, out of these both of these teams. So we'll uh, cover that later in the tournament. Let's make some predictions about the next two matches that are going to happen. Which are Hungary versus Portugal and France versus Germany. So Tanmay, quick prediction: Hungary versus Portugal. Uh, I think Portugal are going to win it 2-0. Hmm. Uh, they have a strong side. They have a good in-depth squad this year, unlike the last Euro Cup, and uh, they have some very champions quality player. Like most of them, most of the players in that squad has. Won something this Cheek. season in terms of trophies, mm. so uh, I think Cristiano Ronaldo will be the player obviously to look out for. But the defending champions are in action tonight. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Uh, Rajesh, I I I feel it is going to be another one-one or zero-zero draw. Okay, because the thing is, okay, Hungary it's a home game. Now what their fans expect out of a home team such as Hungary, not Portugal. <laughs> Hungary is that. कि अपनी टीम पोर्टुगल जैसे डिफेंडिंग चैंपियन जैंट्स से वी शुड टेक अ पॉइंट द फैंस विल गो होम हैप्पी इफ 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 हंगरी पुट इन अ प्रॉपर डिफेंसिव परफॉर्मेंस इवन दो देर आर नो गोल्स ओके बिकॉज इट्स अ ग्रुप ऑफ डेथ वी आर टॉकिंग अबाउट दैट विल मेक देम हैप्पी एंड इट्स इन हंगरीज होम इफ इट वेर इन पोर्टुगल्स होम the the games changes डायनामिक चेंजेस बिकॉज पोर्टुगल्स होम क्राउड एक्सपेक्ट बाई अटैक score goals so what happens is it you can also play into the hands of hungary here while you are attacking okay hungary on the counter they score a goal yeah whole dynamic chain so these kind of things have happened in home games mm-hmm. it it plays a big role as tanmay always mentioned i think it would be portugal to hungary one just because i've seen a lot of an awful lot of the counter attacking and uh, uh, making use of the possession when you finally have it 
that kind of a play style in this tournament like teams with lesser possessions are scoring goals because they are trying to make the most out of it just because it has been a lot i think it will reiterate in this and at least hungary would be able to score one goal yeah they need to they need to get past ruben diaz yes. <laughs> who is in like finest form of his career and i think the best defender after van dijk right now so moving on to the final game of the group of death and of the match day 1 france versus germany france versus germany man <laughs> i mean oh my god what a game i guess this 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 is the first exciting game until yeah, now in the competition i mean it'll ha- it'll break all uh, tv viewership and all that so yeah i mean it's very difficult to analyze these kind of games because uh, it depends on how the manager sets out the team because we've seen a lot that managers have you know tried to screw up their team and somehow ended up in, ended up in the losing side england were an exception because they, they got a goal uh, somehow sterling ling ling uh, i think it's going to be 2-1 from my side france 2 germany 1 but I I'll not be surprised if my prediction fails. You cannot predict scoreline in is, such matches. Tanmay ke Tanmay ke mind ka tension is like tomay wo mata cha pita tomay wo tomay. That is going on in his head. Kare har kaise kare prediction. Yeah, but it's like a star-studded players against the star team, and these kind of matches it's difficult to predict. But just just for the sake of prediction, I'll say two-one. Let's see what Achin says about you, this man. big match. <laughs> I don't. I think. Oh fuck it! I think it will go three-zero in France's favor. It's all unexpected right now, so just shooting my shot in the dark. I think France will show a way, way better game than Germany, even though Germany is a good team. It's Germany's home ground. It's in Munich. Doesn't Alliance matter. Arena. Doesn't matter because there are so many. Bro, we have already seen. Yeah, Brazil's goal. Brazil's game was also in also their home in ground. home ground, and also. Uh, अभी के अभी के जितने भी बहुत सारे मैचेस हुए हैं यार रशिया के रशिया रशियाज गेम होम ग्राउंड स्कॉटलैंड गेम होम ग्राउंड स्कॉटलैंड गेम अगेंस्ट हु चेक रिपब्लिक एंड इट वॉज देर इट वॉज देर होम ग्राउंड एंड एंड मोस्ट प्रोबेबली एम बापे You don't ask me to rationalize it much because I do not have that. <laughs> I've tried to rationalize, and that has not worked in this tournament. <laughs> so yeah, this was all for day four of match day one, and looking forward to day five, where we'll see the group of death in action. So yeah, if you like this podcast, then please follow Soccer Room on uh, Spotify and other major streaming platforms, and also follow the follow our Instagram page at the rate the Soccer Room, and. Uh, and do participate in the soccer room fantasy league where if you score the most points at the end of match day 1 you'll get a chance to feature in our podcast yeah definitely we'll like to have you man aa jao hum bhi teen log bol bol ke ko acha lagega fresh lagega thoda chautha badna aayega to anyways you can listen to us on all major streaming platforms like spotify google podcast apple itunes amazon music jio saavn Stitcher Radio, Radio Public, and Breakers. This is Achintya Jain, Rajesh Sahu, and Tanmay Jaiswal. Peace out.